coach AJ here, Dope Life Coach. As always, this is the Dope Life Podcast. So look, this guest that I got, we were just having a conversation. I said, cut, cut, cut. We just got to continue. So I'm going to let the man introduce himself. Who's on the ones and twos over there? I'm just trying to figure it out. Wait, first and foremost, I got to say thank you, AJ, for having me having me on the Dope Life Podcast. It's been amazing. No doubt. Number one. Number two, I've been a, I've been a, I've been a, a, a light stalker. Light, <laughs> uh, uh, light, light, little, little, little. A light stalker, a light stalker. Light. You're super dope, super positive, super amazing. Appreciate I go by the name of Stacks Facts. I am a recording artist, a songwriter, a motivational speaker, and a public speaker, and um, a lover of all things black and dope. Hey. Yeah. So we were having a conversation of pretty much emotional intelligence amongst women and men. Yeah. Uh, so let's just kind of continue the conversation. I think we left off at um, uh, we were talking about like how it's different between how a, a young girls being raised in the mm-hmm. household and how a young boys being raised. Right. And how like like young girls are, are are taught emotional intelligence from pretty much I would say the jump. Right. Like from very very young, I remember it, and then you're like young boys are kind of like you got to toughen up, you know, toughen up, like don't, you know they be don't, don't like cry, boys are being, yeah, yeah, don't. Oh, that one irritates my soul because <laughs> it's an emotion. You're allowed to cry yeah. if that's an expression, let it out. But yeah, like, what do you think in terms of like the household? You were talking about your the the three S's. Break it down to the people so they get it. Yeah, my uh, my three S's is social media surroundings and society. And I think it's a, a little bit different for everybody. But one of the sad things, sad, happy things is the three S's always works, usually always works the same in the, in the Jamaican household. Mm-hmm. And my parents are Jamaican. Yep. And, and, oh, so you and, get it. <laughs> and, and being Jamaican, like, as a man, emotions aren't a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're literally it, it, I'm I was brought up off the if you can if you can't be used you're useless. Oof. And though I respect and understand it, it's also another mm-hmm. part to it and it's another emotional part to it that you're supposed to be given as a young as a child. And we haven't been given that. So we're just given productivity, productivity, produce, 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 mm-hmm. produce. Even down to um, sex, like uh, like black men and sex, we're supposed to be a certain caliber of sexual being. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to have long dicks. We're supposed to uh, fuck for hours. Like we're literally like robots, and it's been mm-hmm. given to us since we we're kids, and now. As men, as older men, people can't understand why we're the way we are. Because you gave it to us. You, y'all gave, from when you're young. Right. You gave it to us. And not only did you give it to us, but we didn't know what else to do with it but keep it. And then it turned into, well, anger. It turns into anger. It turns into who we are. We Like, for years I've been hearing, niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I'm 39. Still being told. Totally. I'm 30, <laughs> still being said. <laughs> it's still being said, and I'm 39 years of age, and it's only at like 37 is when I decided 
I'm not keeping that. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna look at me, somebody who's been 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 flawed, made faults, made mistakes, has worked on himself to be better and tell me that I ain't shit. That's crazy. But there's some people in your family, in your surroundings, that will look at you as the, the person that you used to be. Exactly. Even though you're not that person no more, that person doesn't exist. And our, uh, that's that's another thing. Like, us as, us as men, I'm not going to say that we don't do dumb shit. Exactly. can we focus on the men that are trying to get it right? But it's kind of like what you said earlier, like the, the percentage of that is so seldom. And that's another thing. Right? Like right. it's it's kind of what you said earlier, because it's like how how can you the the mass majority will always weigh out the very like two percent. You know what I'm saying? That's like you, you got you got 98% of people doing fucked up shit. You're not really gonna pay percent to the two percent that's actually doing the good shit. Right. It's unfortunately, and this is where I feel bad for the the two percent. Because I'm like, damn, like you think now you out here actually doing good and you got the ninety-eight percent making you look like a damn fool. And it's kind of going back to what we said before, like how how the ninety-eight percent is looking at the two percent and saying, Y'all are simps for getting married, y'all are simps for treating your woman right. Y'all are like to me that is the dumbest shit you know what I have I'm ever not, heard. I wanna go back and forth with you and I wanna argue and say that you're wrong, but you're hundred percent correct. Because that's exactly what it is. And it, it is. It sucks because I'm telling you, I, like, I admitted something to you before we got on, and I said, I don't have one male figure that I look up to. Not even one. Not and that's one. unfortunate. That you, and that's unfortunate that you don't even have one. Because it's like, I'm trying to think of one to, to, to give you an example, but I'm like trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know what it's just it's gonna be one no it's just it's for me it's just like yo and I, I it's, it's funny because I tell I tell my wife this all the time I'm like yo I'm tired of always being the realest nigga in the room and even even the most scariest part about it is everywhere I go from Canada to America how is it that I'm always the realest nigga in the room? I, like it's weird, and I'm not even saying well, that you, I'm not even saying that you can't be flawed because I'm flawed, heavily mm-hmm. flawed. I'm heavily flawed. I'm fucked up. I, you know, I ninety eight percent of the time I don't know where my life is going direction wise. I just know that I'm going forward and I'm not going to stop. But I know that there's certain things that I don't. I just won't do against certain people. I know that I'm not going to mistreat right. people. I know that I'm not going to be harmful to people. I know I'm going to try to build people up with every, with, in every instance. But every time I go into a room, it's like I'm looking at even older men. <laughs> and I'm looking at them and I'm always looking. I'm like, what's happening with us? Because I can't, mm. I can't. The only people that I'm really focusing on is black men. What's going on? I look for mm. us. We we're out. We are literally out here every day talking about how how important leadership is, 
and how they want to lead the household. We want to ride or die. Lead to where? Ride to where? Ride to where? How? Not with, yeah, not with this type of energy. Going not with on. this type of energy. And it's even, yo, it's, yo, it's, I, I don't even talk around, talk to men. I only talk to women. So it's insane to get around black women and hear them talk. Because I only started being a leader when I started to listen to black women. Mm. When that I changed your whole perspective, I'm, and that's I'm, the thing, though. Sorry to cut you. Sorry, no, it was sorry. when you, you when you closed your mouth and opened your ears, and it wasn't like you just heard it. You sat. You said, "I sat down and I listened." Yeah, and I think that's the difference. Or some people will think that they need to come back and forth with a person with their mouth. That's that's not mm. the case. You gotta close this. Open this. He understand where the person's come. Listen to where they're coming from, and that's another thing that people I don't think people, a lot of people understand is black women are literally willing to educate for for, for free. For free. <laughs> if you if you I yo know, I tell black men this all the time. If you would just shut the fuck up, you could learn everything from a black woman. My, I'm telling you, my path of, the other, I'm, I'm going to let you into my household a little bit. The other day I was sitting in the bed with my wife and I said, yo, you know, what? Being, a, being a super asshole, I was like, yo, I made more money before you. And all the jokes stopped. Mm. And she said, yeah, you did. But you didn't know what the fuck to do with it. That'll do it. And then I stopped laughing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was out here being a clown. Not a clown. And yeah. that's a lot of the times I hear that too. At least you're able to admit to that shit. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man. I was out here being a clown. My wife, my wife is, I was, I was on my way to being a boss before my wife turned me into a boss. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do this, 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 this. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to the wifey. Shout out to the wifey. She's over, she's over here being an asshole right now. <laughs> Talk about you guys. <laughs> nah, shout out to the wifey yeah. thing, man. Because it's the truth, though. Because, you know, that line when they say, like, behind every good man is a good woman. It's truth. Because behind, behind, sorry, let me interrupt you. Behind, behind, every, behind, behind every good, everything is a black woman. But I, that's, I was about to switch it, but you took the... There you go. I was about I, to say... I to be rude. I was about to say behind all people is a black woman, but you you, you did it right there. It's the truth, though. If you look at everything, if you literally look at everything as mm-hmm. a pyramid, at the top of it is literally a black woman. No one can tell me otherwise. No one can take it off of, off of my chest. At the top of it is a black woman. Listen. And I've I've witnessed it for the, however long my parents have been married. I've witnessed. I have literally. My dad. I, I'm bringing you into my house a bit. Yeah. My dad um, was a little bit around your age mm-hmm. when he was in Jamaica. Take care of his family. Are you Jamaican too? Down there. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, born in Canada. Still Jamaican. Parents are, are from. Still Jamaican. You know how some people, you know how some people say. Yeah, Jamaican. <laughs> so yeah, so like yeah, she helped him come to Canada, mm-hmm. and that man worked his tail off. Right. Like worked his tail off. The stuff that man told me he had to do in this country to build himself up, to build him and his family up. I was just like, you did all of that for real, mm-hmm. and he did that with what? A black woman's help. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think took care of majority of his investments? Yeah. My mother did. <laughs> a black woman. So where he's kick up right now, chilling, retired, chilling. Mm-hmm. So it's just every, almost everything that he's done, he goes to my mom. Like, what do you think about this? Da, 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 da. No problem. How about we do this? Listen, I have a, I have a, a, a company called the Black Status Social Network. And majority of the advising I've ever gotten, majority of the moves I ever made, majority of the things that's ever um, touched anything has been black women. So when I hear, like, man, I love I love our people so much, black men included. Mm-hmm. I still Same. have hope for black men. But I've seen black women. Yo, let me tell you something. One, t- one day we went to Buffalo to watch a concert and we got um i was the only guy and it was about seven black women in a van we got to the gas station and we got to the gas station somebody was like oh i'm gonna go uh get some snacks and then somebody's like okay i'm gonna go pay for pay for gas and I remember two black women out of the seven. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, lying, I'm lying. I remember every single black woman took out their card and said, here, pay for the snacks. And one said, here, pay for the gas. No, Not one argument, no, no issues. One, I was about to say, not no one problems, argument, no issue, no nothing. No up and down, no hiff and ha, no but. And I said, yo, if this is not indicative of life. I don't know what else to tell you. Because black women make things move. Yeah. Period. And I try to tell black men all the time, yo, I don't care how many male friends you have, what sector, what business they have, if you don't get around black women... I'm talking about all sorts. The ones you, you, you're you not trying to fuck. ones you're not attracted to. Get around black women. Keep your mouth shut. And listen. Because it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Super necessary. Even watching you do your thing, you could tell. Because I watch you. And I'm like, oh, this person is going to be dangerous in another year. Appreciate that. This person is going to be OD. And me, I only talk to dangerous people. I like dangerous people. Vicious people. I like people that ain't playing. And the only reason why we're having this conversation right now is because I'm like, oh, this this, this person is dangerous. <laughs> Appreciate that. But hold up. I need I think the people need to understand. 
how because I've had a lot of guests, so this is my third season, but I, I want to make something clear. Yeah. Whenever I have a guest on my show, mm-hmm. I always tell the people ask me like, oh, you just shoot, you just go and send an email. I just ask, yo, do you want me on my podcast? How did I ask you, Stacks? Didn't I ask you? No, nah, I asked you. <laughs> I started, fo- I said, you said you liked whatever. Yes, you, you did. Followed me for a while. Yes, you did. You're right. And then I followed you. Yes. And yes. I said, yo, I followed you. Follow Let's me back. Let's work together. Yeah. Follow me back. And then in the, your comments in your video, I said, yo, do you want to hop in my podcast? I didn't even send you a message. I said in your comments, you want right. to hop in my podcast? And then you sent me a message and said, let me know what day. I did that. I want everyone to understand that. I did that all in a week. And the reason why I'm big on shoot your shot is because you can miss 50. You only need one. And I'll miss my 50. I don't care. Because how I see it is, if I miss the 50, okay, that's not for me. Yeah. Woo. That's not for me. Woo. I'm okay with that. Because what's for me, and I said this to a lot of y'all if you've listened before, I said, nothing could ever miss me because what is for me will never miss me. Woo. Um, I never miss me. I, I let me tell you what I love this. I love this number one because yes, you're right. Number two, I'm I'm a I'm a shot shooter. Yeah. When it comes to pre- it up. <laughs> when it comes to getting shit done, I'm a shot shooter. I'll shoot my shot. But mm-hmm. you did do that. That's number two. Number three, I'm addicted. To taking a shot, even if I'm a miss, I'm a miss. But every so, sometimes, some things have happened for me, and I'll just walk around the house and cry. And I'll cry because I'm like, yo, I stood at that line, and I shot till my arm was tired. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, one that true. went in was a big one. Nothing but net. Not like not <laughs> nothing but net from half court something crazy mm-hmm. and i tried to tell black men like even that like yo we have like we're allowed to be afraid to move forward but just move just it's move just one foot yep one foot not one foot it, it don't even got to be a whole foot just just it can just it, or even just look at the step and say, all right, let me just put my foot out <laughs> just, and see what happens. That's it. Let me just put my foot out. Let me just... Let me just put my foot out. Because you never know. I have, I have let me one, just of my, one of my brothers. He's one of the most hardworking people ever on the planet. And he was talking to me this week. And he was like, yo, you know, I, I feel like a failure. Before like, you continue, yeah. thank you for creating a safe space for that brother, by the way. Come on. We need, we need more of that. I know, I know, but I'm just saying thank you because we need more of that. We need yeah. more brothers creating safe space for one another. Right. Man. Go ahead, continue. I, yo, I, I won't even take the thanks because I feel like as men, not only is uh, and, and I'm, I'm only talking because I'm talking about men right now, but I think it's black people. That's our our job is literally to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we might not be at capacity all the time. Of course, your your cup could be overflown or just too much on your plate. That's fine. That's fine. 
I also think not everybody got to come to your house and sip tea with you. No. But if somebody's reaching out for you saying, yo, I'm drowning. I think it's up to us to provide safe spaces, especially black men. Because my good sis, AJ, just told me that suicide for black men is at a rapid rate. Yeah, it's going up there. And imagine if you could just intercede in somebody's life that needed you at a point in time. No judgment. Listen. Let them vent. Give them some love. Give them some pointers. Just be there for them. Be an ear. Be a shoulder. I think these things are so important, especially for our people. I think our people need to also stop the gossip. Stop the tea spilling. Because not every piece of business that you get is for you to tell. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to tell you their deepest, darkest secrets, their business, but they're afraid. They know where your mouth has been. They know you're trying to shoot yourself up in the slow Ronto circles. They know you'll tell their business. Us as black people have a duty To protect each other. If we're not going to do each other right, let's just leave each other alone. Go here, go there. Thank you. (laughs) If you're not going to do me, if you're not going to love me how I want to be loved, leave me alone. Leave me. And if you see me, if you see a person in their peace, if you see them good, if you see them good, (laughs) leave them the fuck alone, please. Leave them alone. And a lot of, uh, listen, and one thing that I respect about our generation is we're like to me. I I I hear the I heard the term soft life often, and I love it. And, you know, I'll tell you what happened. So a couple of last month, actually, um, I was just like having a moment where I just needed to rest, 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 rest. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, one one morning. I was like, oh man, I'm still tired. I went back to bed, and I just kept hearing. Child, I need you to rest. Child, I need you to rest. I'm just like, I would, I'm like, I want this. Like, <laughs> I'm starting to lose my mind because I'm like, I want this. Like, I want one. I kept saying, child, I need to rest. Child, I need to rest. I was like, but the thing that hit me, when I visualized, visualized the person, it was my grandmother. Wow. Now, I never got to meet her because she died a year before I was born. Right. So, I was just like, what is she telling me? So I I remember just taking a moment. I looked it up, did whatever. Not not me realizing that my ancestors are coming to tell me, all right, we're preparing you for what's next. You need to rest. Which is a lot for you, by the way. Just let me interrupt you by saying that. Like, I was just kind of like, oh, oh, oh. I, okay. Uh, I'm going to embrace that because you know, the 34 years of my life, <laughs> In, I mean, as a kid, yeah, you slept, you rested, but I mean, actually took a step back, reflected and rested. That was possibly the very first time in the 34 years I've been on this earth. And it reminded me that that will never be the last because I will be doing that constantly when I need to. 
when I need to, if I need a moment to just rest. And I say that to anyone listening to this podcast. If you feel a moment, and obviously I, I don't mean rest where the point where you're just doing mindlessly nothing, where you're purposely just trying to, I mean like you're, at a, you're actually saying, no, I need to just take a moment. And you'll know, because part of the thing that I think a lot of people don't get is when you're thinking these thoughts, those are messages. <laughs> if someone's telling you, you know what, you should pick up this book and read, or you're saying, I should probably read this book. Mm-hmm. That is a message. Listen mm-hmm. to it. Embrace mm-hmm. it. If someone's telling, if you feel all of a sudden like, shoot, you know what? I need to have a shower. Mm-hmm. Go shower. Mm-hmm. Go, if someone, it's the simplest things. Listen to your gut, mm-hmm. especially as women. We always say, yo, I follow my gut. If something's off, mm-hmm. something's off. Mm-hmm. That is almost God, universe, our ancestors telling you, alert, alert, alert. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Open up your ears. Keep your eyes open. Keep six, as we say. Keep six, yeah. Keep six. Mm-hmm. Because there could be an energy coming around you. It could be a situation or experience that's coming around you. And you just need to kind of keep six to some degree. Mm-hmm. Because we, believe it or not, I never realized we get those messages. The issue was I was never listening to those messages. <laughs> I wasn't in the position to listen to it. And now that I'm in the position to take a step back and say, oh, so y'all are trying to tell me something. Okay. Okay. I hear you. Mm -hmm. And you got to be in it. And that's the thing. So people think like I, you know, people talk about healing journeys and everything. I would say that I've been more of an awakening started when I was about 24, when I started just trying to figure out things. And I was just different. I was just trying to read and research and try to feel like, what can, like, what is life? (laughs) What can I change? Habits. I was big on habits big on habits and i didn't realize that the habit i was creating back at that young age was a strategy to be where i am today i had mm-hmm. no idea that it was a strategy for me to be where i am right now and mm-hmm. this is i'm big on habits and strategies when you create a habit and i mean a habit and strategy that works for you not that works for me not that works for stacks one that specifically works for you mm-hmm. it will take you into a position where your ears start to open your eyes are open. Mm-hmm. You're paying attention more mm-hmm. and more into it yourself. And once that happens, Lord have mercy. Listen, just call me. That's all I have to say. <laughs> you know, it's. I think it's. Uh, it's crazy that you say that because a lot of this. Sometimes I think about it, you know, and I'm like, yo. A lot of the situations that I've been through, I could have avoided if I listened. Same. <laughs> Same. God, the universe, ancestors was all speaking at the same time, yelling. And I chose Mm -hmm. that my voice was a lot more important. Yeah. And but there's many people like that. So many. And so many of us. And and exactly what we're talking about. I think a lot of us would be in better places. If we listen to people who are also on the same wavelength. Yes. But we're so busy listening to people that are stuck listening to social media, society, and their surroundings. A lot of us don't even have good anything on those three S's. Mm-hmm. And we'll listen to those things before we listen to ancestors. Yep, God. 
God, universe. the universe. And I also want to add in that some of the people you do, once you kind of start like growing, you will, people will drop off. Quick. And it will work very quick. <laughs> people will drop off. Mm-hmm. And, and I know it's scary. That part is scary because you'll you'll lose friendships, relationships, whatever that you've had for many many years. But Ooh. what it's what this is it's feeling setting, like gospel. What it's, what it's setting you up for is for the new that is that's been waiting for you. Absolutely, but like literally waiting for. You. I, I literally said to my partner the other day, like we always crack a joke, and I said you had me in the trenches for years, like whether. Fuck, where were you? Where were you? <laughs> like, where were you? But then I thought about it, and I and we both kind of said, like, I guess we were both marinating, and seasoning, and taking care of ourselves, so that when we did meet again, we were like, all right, cool. Like, how long? How long at. have you and your partner been together? So, pff, not even that long. Uh, but we courted for six months. So, um, but we've known. So we we knew we've known each other for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about to hit six months together. Dope. Uh, it's amazing, actually. Now, shout out to her. Shout out to her. She has a podcast too. The the Black Girl True Crime. Just gonna put that in right there. Dope. Um, but yeah, like it hasn't been that long. But it, I will say this: I feel like I've met her in another light, oh. and we're just kind of reconnecting back. So it could have been longer oh, than I think. Right. I got. I got to interrupt you. Six months. Mm-hmm. Of you guys staying on the same wavelength in the same realm, understanding that you guys yes. want to be together is a long I'm... fucking time. I guess, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, and not only is it a long time, but it's the perfect amount of time for you guys. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm happy because there is don't again see this is the thing. Social media surroundings and society told you this is not a long time. But this six months. I've heard that for just years. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah. oh, it's only been six months. You know what I'm saying? No. But I always said to her, I felt like from the minute I met her, I was like, did I meet this woman before in my past life? Like, it was just really weird. And I, no. till this day, I still feel like, all right, our, our, somehow our souls connected some point. That's and we're just dope. catching back up together. And... No, I love her. Shout out to her. That's uh, dope. But yeah, like I, I think I think people need to start looking at even that, like when it comes towards partnerships and friendships, mm-hmm. there is you're gonna have messages. This is right. You know how they say red flag. Mm-hmm. Like they're there, and yet you like you said, I only paid attention to what I wanted. I paid attention mm-hmm. to what stacks wanted. And a lot of many times you'll have these messages like red flag. Red flag. All right, this this not gonna work. Big red, red flag. Red flag. Big red flag. And then they come up with one of those like parachutes. Like, hey, Mister <laughs> Red Flag. <laughs> we have them on, but you're still not paying attention to it. And it's not totally your fault. It's just that you're not in the position at that very moment to listen to that message because the message is there. We all know it. There's mm-hmm. something right now in someone's life that's listening to this right now that knows that they need to either end continue or start or whatever like whatever they know it they know they like i should start this but hmm and you're listening to yourself versus to the message telling you you should start this not i should start this question mark no i should start this period period yeah listen 
just like you said, there's so much times when we're looking at the red flag. We know we should start something. We know we should end. We know we should turn left. We know we should turn right. And the flag just get bigger and bigger until the flags disappear. It just goes in the wind and says, all right, should not listen. He not listen. So you know what? My arm's getting tired. My arm's I can't are... keep. I can't keep waving this damn flag because you're just. After I'm so part to me there. Like, you're not listening. So you know what? You're not listening. Come on. I got to let go. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go, go show the red flag to somebody who's going to listen. Who's going to listen? Because me, my whole life. And again, I'm grown now. I'm grown now. Mm-hmm. And it's only now when I have moments alone when I'm like, sir, as much as you want to blame other people, that was your fault. You were you were told. We're all the villain. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were told. You were told. We're all the villain our own story to some degree. I'm so Woo. sorry, guys. <laughs> Hold Woo. yourself accountable. Woo. And, and, and again, the only reason I know I'm a man is because it's as hard as, as it is for me to be accountable. I always put myself first. And I always say, self, you could have avoided that. Mm-hmm. And you chose not to avoid it. And now you're here. You could have came out a certain company. But you chose not to. You saw what was happening right in front of you multiple times. And it was cooler to not listen. And now, because of that, you're here. Mm-hmm. So pick up the pieces and keep going. But just don't say, I didn't tell you. And I think a lot of the times, us as black men, I think we're addicted to red flags. What, you mean being the red flag or attract, attracting to the red flag? Well, you, both ways? you get so many red flags in your life and you keep going Start towards them, them. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna eventually become it and stay in there. And you're going to stay in it. I used to well, love okay, you. hold on though. Hold on, sorry to cut you, but do you yeah, think no it also has to do with accountability, holding yeah. themselves accountable for their bullshit? Mm-hmm. Because here's a few things that I, I don't like, especially unfortunately with social media. <laughs> Again, don't date men, but this is just me outside looking in. I'm like the 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 person, the advocate in between. Right. Here's the thing that I don't like. When it comes towards that, it's just the level of hate that will spew from a black man's mouth. Like, oh, black women are this. And And immediately I'm like, okay, but who hurt you? Also, (laughs) y'all need to start dating within your price bracket because there are great (laughs) women out there. I'm so sorry. There's great women out there, but a lot of uno one get the, the, what, you know, the Instagram model type and all this stuff. And if you could afford it, afford it. Like I got, you know, I'm, I'm cool with it. But now you're getting pissed off because you spent $150 on a on a first date. Meanwhile, there was a, a woman to your left that was like, hey, we can just go for a coffee date and chill for a bit and get to know each other. 
let's just have a conversation. Listen. So that's what I'm saying, like, the accountability of it all. I'm so sorry, but, like, hold yourselves accountable. I'm sick of it. Hold yourself accountable. I, I, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I agree to an extent. Okay. I think... I'm, I'm, I'm going to deal with black men first. Mm-hmm. I think, according to social media, surroundings in society, black men will fuck themselves out of a good relationship because they're looking for the wrong thing. That is true. But the negative part about it is I feel like sometimes black women will do the same. And I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like we're not even looking for, yo, I feel like we're not even lo- looking for uh, my one of my favorite songs is um music a uh, Robert Glasper music soul child and Chrisette Michelle and the the chorus says I've learned that in this life you got to be with someone you like and I think the $150 shouldn't even matter because if I don't even want to s- to, if I don't even want to converse with you on the phone after eight o'clock, what are we talking about dinner for? What are we to? What money I have doesn't even matter to you if I don't like you. And I think us as a people, I remember because I'm dealing with black people. I think us as a people have to let go of certain things because. I promise you, I don't think it's money our people are looking for. I think the part we skipped over was ambition. You think? I know it. I I, I and remember, I only know because I got I got one of them. I told my wife, wife. I'm never going to work for nobody in my life. Mm-hmm. And as a black woman, she said, my nigga, that's cute. Real cute. But what is your plan? Because everybody doesn't want to work for nobody. I told you, plan, strategy. You got to create yeah, a strategy. You, you don't want to work for nobody? Oh, that's cute. Okay. How, what are we doing? How are you what doing are we, it? What are we doing? What are we doing? What steps are you taking daily? What steps are... Because... Because... I, this, this, it's not no, like, okay, I'm just going to do it in a month. It takes time. And and for me, I'm not even a... It takes a month type of nigga. I'm a, I'm a every single... Hour type yeah. of nigga. You gotta be, you gotta be like on it all the time. So not you see. So not if I didn't show my wife, hey, if I didn't show her, I could easily, I could easily told her some things. But my, I always tell her. She always says I work too hard, and I always tell her, no way in hell are you gonna white tablecloth me. I'm gonna explain to you what it means. 
You ever watch the Destiny's Child Girl video? I'm trying to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she starts breaking out all of the things that her nigga's doing wrong. And I always tell her, you will never in life... Are you going to be Don't able you to... Ever, you're never going to embarrass me in public on that way. You're never going to sit down with your girls and ever say, yo, my man's a waste man. All he does is sit home. Like, never in life. Oh, they're all sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Like, the white you know, table this, this, this. I remember that. Oh, that is so funny. Man says you're never going to white table coffee. You're never going to white table coffee. And I think that's one of the things that a lot, a lot of us... And, and, and yo, I don't even think... Man, I don't think black men are lazy either. I just think our focuses just need to align with different things. It's kind of okay. I'm going to be very honest. Yeah, this is trash. (laughs) The focus is trash. Yes. Because you have so much, you guys have so much power that you could do so much. Yep. Like, literally, if you band together with other brothers, if you band, like, if y'all just band together, drop the bullshit, the ego, drop all of that. Yep. And you actually just work together, like. And 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 again, it's a it's a two part thing because as much as we say that, yo, it's also a difficult thing. Like, yo, I have this thing. I have this thing in my mind, and I always like put it on the forefront. I always, whenever I go anywhere and I see other black men, I either give them the nod, or I extend my hand. All the time, I don't care who they are. Cause I want. Okay, sorry to cut you, but can we, can we stop at the nod? That's yeah. one of my favorite things about being black. Is no matter where I am, there'll be a. No matter man or woman, you're good. You're always. <laughs> I don't know you. I'll never see you ever again in my life, probably. But you will always give me the. You're good. Always. And I already know what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. You I'm good? Yeah, I'm good. Because I, I feel like it's such a. I feel like it's black people that's a hug. Yeah. Um, we were in we we're in Brooklyn and we walked through the hood and there was this old lady, older this older lady. And I said, You I said, You all right? And she said, Yes, baby. And I turned to my, my wife and I I had my eyes, my eyes are tearing up. I'm like, oh my God. Cause that to me is love. That's love. That's, because that's- I feel I feel like us as like, man, that's, and I think that to, to make my point, the $150 date is dope. But I think us as black people should be focusing on falling in love with each other first on all fronts, friendship, mm-hmm. business, fucking Come. everything. Come on. Everything. Teach your intimacy. Everything. Everything. What? I wish I could. My wife, our first date was not in Canada. And it wasn't $150. And why? 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 Because I, I liked her. I liked her. She liked me. We didn't talk about money. We didn't. We spoke about what we liked. Did I like? Do I even like you? And like, because, sorry, I, I'm gonna say this one one last thing. No, like, go ahead. Like is important for the days that you don't love the person. I was about to say it. 
because Viola Davis said it. There's some days that I don't love this man, no. but I like him. So even if I'm pissed off him, I'm asking, did you eat? <laughs> did you eat? You want something to eat? And I'm like, that's just the thing. You got to like each other. And that's where the friendship part, I think, comes in. Yeah. Like, that's where, like, because I, I always said, I'm like, my partner is my best friend. Mm-hmm. Where I could joke with her. I could, you know, be vulnerable with her. Mm-hmm. Those things are important because I know some days I'm going to get on her nerves. She's going to get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to like her enough to say, all right, let's go get some food. <laughs> all right, let's go do that. Like I'm, because I like her. Yeah. I we like I like her as just her. The best way I could describe it, if anyone were to ask me, what do you like most about? I'll say her existence. Just her existing on this earth is what I like, and I've always just that was it, and I love that about her. I just I love her for existing, and I think we also need to take a step back to that as well, where. You have to like that person, not for just everything they do for you, not for everything that they come with. I, you should be really liking that person just for their existence, their their main existence for being on this earth. Woo! That's it. Because literally, our purpose is just to exist. So, who? How? How dare you not like the person for existing? Listen, and and. And it's and it's that don't make no sense. And when people talk about black love, people think black love is romantic. Black love is bigger than that. I look at my wife and her sister, my wife and her best friend, and I ask myself, God, when can I have this? I always tell I always tell my wife, this is friendship. Mm, I only respect I only respect their friendship because of the two way street it's on, and it should always be that way. It's just um, black love is bigger than the romance. It's friendships. It's brotherhood. It's sisterhood. It's, Even in it's, many ways, strangers too. Like after, we said, it's aftercare for after we fucking. It's respect. Mm. It's healthy communication. But we, as a people, we've lost it. And it's I, I, my wish is for black men and black women to say, yo, if we're not going to love each other properly, do me a favor and leave me alone. Leave us alone. Okay, we're going we're gonna to end on that note. But before we go, yeah. can you tell people where they can find you, your handles? Because y'all got to go file. You got to follow Stacks. Come on now. Well, I'm, I'm a simple dude. I'm Stacks Facts. I'm Stacks Facts. My uh, Instagram is Penn University, P-E-N-N University, spot regular. But my online community is BlackStatusSocialNetwork.com. So it's BlackStatusSocialNetwork.com. That's everywhere. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and and. Uh, no, it's Black Status Social Network, but the website for all the t-shirts is Black Status Social Network. Hey! Yeah. Love that. So, yo, um, I'm definitely going to have you on. I think we got to do part two. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's do it. A couple of months, I think. We, and if, if your wife is available, I'd love to have her on. Yo, well, let's, let's do it. Because my wife is also, I would be a fool if I didn't say it. My wife is also the absolute dopest photographer and facilitator Ooh. of Fly in North America. Her name is Dion Mars. She also goes by The View from Mars. She's She is hands down one of the flyest niggas on the planet. 
She has so many things she's working on. She's also a director. She's a photographer. She's, a, she, I wouldn't even say she's a stylist, but you know, if the, if the budget's right, she's dope. You know if what I'm saying? If the budget's right. If the budget's right. You. Yeah. All right. I yeah. love how you prepped your wife into that. Yeah, I got you. All right, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to put his handles in the description. So you go ahead, please follow my boy. Wait, 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 wait. I got, oh, 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 what? AJ. Yes. You are going, you, right now you're great. You're going to be a million times greater in the next six months. I promise you. You are great. Your mind is great. Your aura is beautiful. You are great. You are great. I've I've in, interacted with a lot of people, but I've never interacted with someone as dope as you on this platform like this. You are great, immaculate, almost perfect. And I cannot wait to see what happens with your life and career in the next six months to a year. You have blessed me with this opportunity to be on this platform. And I got to thank you. From the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Oh, stack up. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That. Oh, all right, yo, listen. Anyways, I'm Coach AJ. <laughs> dope Life Coach. And this is the Dope Life Podcast. They dope walk with peace and love. Peace.